All right, here's an example to help us practice the notation and to wrap up what we've done in this section. Practice. f of x equals x cubed. Find d dx of f of x. And then we have a long line here, and then it says x equals 5. Now, before you can even know what to do, you have to understand what all this notation means. So d dx is another name for derivative. So find the derivative. And remember, whenever we have um, an expression in front of brackets or parentheses, that often is read as of, right? Just like we say f of x because of these parentheses here in between this name f function, the f function, f of x. This is a derivative of f of x. So we say derivative of f of x. And then do you remember what this line is used for? Remember in the calculator when you want to plug in a value for x, say x equals 5? You would go to that key over on the far left that looks just like a a line up and down. That's the such that key. That means such that. So derivative of f of x such that x equals 5. And instead of such that, you could also think when x equals 5. So the derivative of f of x when x equals 5, or such that x equals 5. So we need to find the derivative of the function, which is another name for the slope of the tangent line, when x is 5. So now that we understand what the notation is asking for, let's practice one more time, well, maybe two more times, with the derivative. So the derivative is another name for the slope of the tangent. So we would say the derivative with respect to x of f of x such that x equals 5. I can actually do this all in one step using the limit definition. Limit as h goes to 0 of f of x plus h. f of x is x cubed. So in place of x cubed, I'm going to put x plus h. But then what is x? x is 5. So x is 5 plus h instead of x plus h. Now if you wanted to leave the x in here and then plug in 5 at the end, that's fine. This is just going to make the the math a little easier to do. So we have parentheses 5 plus h. Whatever your input is, this function f of x says cubit, so I put parentheses cubed, and then I have minus x cubed all over h. So I have, oh, but what's x? x is 5. So I replace that with 5. So in place of x, this is really why it makes it easier. I'm going to just have 5 cubed. So now I need, I, unfortunately, I, it's really tempting to say 5 cubed plus h cubed. In fact, they even have a theorem for that in graduate school called the freshman's dream. It would be really nice if we could just take this and say 5 cubed plus h cubed. But unfortunately, it's not that it doesn't work that way, does it? So let's go over to our scratch paper over here. 
and let's talk about 5 plus h cubed. And if you like, just to investigate it, you could write 5 plus h times 5 plus h times 5 plus h to show that you're cubing it. And I would encourage you to do that for an exercise to make sure that you get the same thing. I'm actually going to go down and talk about a plus b cubed. Now, a plus b cubed is going to have similar properties to a plus b squared. And we all know what a plus b squared is. a squared plus ab plus another ab is two ab's plus b squared. And when you take a plus b times a plus b times a plus b, you get a times a plus the 2ab plus b squared that we already know from the previous one, right? Right here. a plus b times a plus b is just a squared plus 2ab plus b squared. But then we still have another a plus b. So when I distribute, I have a cubed plus 2ab times a. I'm distributing the a into the first trinomial. So I'm going to take 2ab times a is 2a squared b plus, and then a times b squared. So that's taking the a times each term in the beginning in the first trinomial. But then I have to also have to multiply the b times every term as well. Fortunately, it's all plus, isn't it? So I have b times a squared. So, oh wait, don't I have one here? So I'm going to put it underneath here, b times a squared. Then I have b times 2ab. So isn't that 2ab squared? And I have an ab squared right here, so I'm going to line them up. 2ab squared here. And then finally, I have b times b squared. So I have plus a b cubed on the end. I don't have any others of those. So when I add those up, I get that a plus b cubed is 1a cubed plus 2a squared b plus 1a squared b is 3a squared b's plus 1ab squared plus 2ab squared is 3ab squared and then plus b cubed on the end. So there's a very, very straightforward pattern here. A cubed came from the first one that we would love to have, right? The A cubed and the B cubed that we intuitively know exist there, that we like, those are there. The the hard part is, though, we also have the stuff in the middle. So how do we justify this stuff in the middle? Notice they both have coefficients of 3. And then notice what's happening to the power on the A, the exponent. We have A cubed, then A squared, and then A to the first. And then we don't have any a here. So couldn't we think of that as a to the 0? Isn't that a to the 0 if it's not written? a to the 0 is 1 as long as a is not 0 itself. And we're assuming it's not because we have a binomial. So we have a cubed, a squared, a, a 0. And then we have, going from the back forward, we have b cubed, b squared, b, no b. So this could be 
b to the 0. So notice what happens. We start with the cube on the a, and we end with the cube on the b, and then in between, we, we decrease the exponent on the a each time, and we increase the exponent on the b each time. Now, the only other thing I need to explain is, where does the 3 come from? And there's a really easy way to remember these coefficients. And some of you might have seen all this. It's, you might have had some probability, or you might have seen this in algebra class. Have you heard of Pascal's triangle? Hopefully I have enough room to write this. Blaise Pascal was a mathematician, and he was very much into um, probability and gambling kinds of things. So Pascal's triangle, he discovered that the coefficients can be remembered easily. The coefficients, when you take a binomial and you raise it to a power, you can remember the coefficients pretty easily using his triangle. 1 and 1 correspond to a plus b to the first power. 1a plus 1b, and those are your coefficients. And then if you take the two ones and add them together, you get two. And if you always put ones on the outside of this triangle, then you have one, two, one. Those are the coefficients from a plus b squared. Okay, I need to scratch. And then for a plus b cubed, we add the one and the two to get a three. And we add the 2 and the 1 to get another 3. And then we put the 1s on the outside. And we get 1, 3, 3, 1, the coefficients of the cubic, uh, the cubic of the binomial. a cubed, 3a squared b, 3ab squared, 1b cubed. And so let me clean this up a little. So when we have a plus b cubed, those are our coefficients. So it seems that maybe if we take a plus b to the fourth power, that would really be helpful if we didn't have to take a plus b times a plus b times a plus b times a plus b. So if we do the same technique, 1 plus 3 is 4, 3 plus 3 is 6 this time. 3 plus 1 is 4, and then we have a 1 on the outside of the triangle and a 1 on the other outside of the triangle. So we have 1s going along the edges, and then in between, we get the numbers by adding the numbers from above. So if you remember this triangle, and then you remember how the, co- the exponents work, then you can figure out how to write a plus b to the fourth, which I know we don't need for this example, but you might need in the future. and back the very near future, and it's just a useful thing to have. It's a, it's a very quick way to, to do these powers of binomials, and especially to check your work. Even if you don't, don't feel comfortable coming up with the whole answer this way, once you come up with the answer, it might start looking familiar, and then, you're, then you know that you didn't make any arithmetic errors. So a plus b to the fourth. I start with what I like, a to the fourth. And I'm going to end with, way down here, what I, what I want to assume is true also. I'm also going to have a b to the fourth term. So now the thing I need is everything in the middle. So let's see. For a to the fourth, the f- one, two, three, fourth row of the triangle, 
The next coefficient is supposed to be a 4. So I have plus because of this plus. 4, and then I take a to the 1 power less. So instead of a to the 4th, it's a cubed. And now I need to introduce a b to the 1st in there. Then I have another plus. 6. A, I reduce the exponent by 1, and now I put a one higher power on the b, b squared. And then plus the 4. Now a is reduced again to a to the 1st, and b is increased to b cubed. And I just made it. Plus b to the 4th is the last one. b to the 1st, b squared, b cubed, b 4th. And our coefficients, 1, 4, 6, 4, 1. And we didn't need it for this problem, and we're going to go back to this other problem now. But I just wanted to give you um, an introduction to this because I think it's very useful.